here at WAND Radio strive to bring you the very best entertainment the High Academy for the Celestial and the Occult has to offer. The Academy would like to remind our listeners that unicorns and other virtuous beings should enjoy WAND Radio at their own risk. Uh, yeah, the management is not responsible for the continued purity of your unicorn. Thank you. Muse for Magical Moments, live from the High Academy for the Celestial and the Occult. I'm your host, Calliope Merriweather, and joining me are my co-hosts... Rupert Von Koenig. And Emmett, the Space Cowboy. Ooh, I like that one. Some people, some people do call me Maurice, yes. What? Wow! That's really hard to do up here. That, that was pretty good, though. It did work. That was, that was really good. Does, is, is it just Candy who calls you the gangster of love? No, I think that's Flossie. I was going to say, I don't know who uh, who that Candy is. Never heard of her. Oh, fair enough. Sorry, Flossie. I don't mean to bring up his old girlfriends. Say, calm down with that. We went on a couple of dates. That's not girlfriend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have girlfriends on my mind right now. One of these days, though, I'll, I'll explain to you why we called her Mr. Goodbar. All right. Uh, so, uh, school announcements? That quick? Are you chomping at the bit? Was it because she was full of nuts? Um, you know what? It's getting hot, and there's no air conditioning in this booth, and I want to go. So yeah, let's get through this shit. All right, I understand. No, I, I love being here. I, I look forward to this every week. It's a highlight of my week. All right, then. Well, to save Emmett from dying of heat stroke. Except on five Phoenix Chili Week. No, well, that's... You guys know there's a standing order that you are not allowed to eat five Phoenix Chili before coming to record, because I will kill you both. And I don't. I never have. Mm-mm. That is the rule. We determined. I think we had. We just have to record outside for those. What? That's what it sounds like to record outside. That's fair. All right. School announcements. Woo! Class registration is coming up soon. Be sure to meet with your arcane advisors to make sure you're on track for graduation. That's it for school announcements this week. Short, sweet, to the point. It'd be awful to go through your your college career here at the academy and not have a vision for your future and then be stuck to repeat things over and over again. Yeah, none of us would know what that's like. Alright. Is that a shot at me? No, you're not a student here. Alright. You're right, I'm not. So, alright. That was exciting. Great school announcements. When does school start back up so we can get some, like, decent announcements? End of this month. All right, sounds good. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll uh, I'll submit some announcements from here on out. Get some, uh, you know what? You know what? Next week, since the school's only doing one announcement a week, I'll submit an announcement as well, and then you guys can guess which announcement is which. Ooh, I like this idea. All right, I'll do that next week. I think it's going to be the announcement. The, the announcement that you don't laugh at uncontrollably. I think is going to be the school announcement, and your own one is going to be. No, no, I sh- I'm not giving you enough credit. I think that you, yeah, I think you, this would be fun. This would be fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right, we have several questions today, so let's just hop on into it, shall we? 
Oh, dang. How are we getting more questions when we got less listeners? I think people are still tuning in even though it's summertime. How? You don't have to be on campus to listen. You can tune into the Arcane Airwaves from anywhere. How? You have a girlfriend from another dimension. <laughs> Why do you question these all right, things? Fair enough. All right, all right, all right. Magic. Hi, guys. My roommate and I got into an argument about cleanliness, and he drew a line down the center of the room dividing up the space. <laughs> it would have seemed childish, but he did it with a prismatic wall. Holy shit. I couldn't see for an hour until I was able to remember the order and cast the right spells to get out of it. How do I get back at him from bedazzled and betrayed in Mercer Hall? Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. Liberal use of the grease spell. Why the grease spell? Because it's hard to clean up. Press digitation. That's only a five foot square at a time. Just take forever. See this, you put it on the, the shower curtains and all of the eating utensils and the bathroom rug so that when they try to stand up and pee, they just slip and fall, chip a tooth on the toilet. It'd be hilarious. No, no. What you do, what you do is you unscrew the shower to the head, you put the grease in there, and close it back up. Once the aforementioned roommate turns on the water, the grease will come from the spigot and splatter them rather than the water they were expecting. Therefore, they would be showering in the grease. That, that's pretty good. Uh, wall of force over the toilet seat. I like this idea. Ooh, that one's good. Yep, that one's perfect. Um, so the one thing that the question after doesn't uh, doesn't get into here, though, is uh, what kind of horrible roommate are they that their roommate had to put up a prismatic wall to block them out? It was a question about cleanliness originally, too. I think all of our suggestions are not fly, uh, kind of flying in the face of that. But no, you're right. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Read the cleanliness part again? It just says they have a dispute. Yeah. Maybe they're the ones with the bad habits. The, the, maybe they're the, the messy ones. Oh, I didn't even think of this. We just took sides immediately because they were the ones who wrote in. Yep. yep. Yeah, we can't We can't always assume the people writing in are the ones that are uh, righteous. Also, prestidigitation uh, only cleans up soiled items. If it was actually stained, prestidigitation wouldn't actually work. So if you go down to the corner store and you get Kool-Aid and put it in their shower head, it actually stains their hair and skin. So then they couldn't prestidigitate it off. This is for the roommate who didn't write the letter in because we changed sides midstream. Whomever it's useful to. Yeah, she's she she don't care. She's uh, she's just she's going all out. I, I'm pretty sure she. Have you worn any strange helms lately? I'm sorry. Uh, sort of uh, odd shaped hat wear that may have uh, affected you uh, mentally recently. No. That's what I was afraid of. All right. Um, uh, that uh, yeah. The, I, I'm 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 sure the Kool Aid thing will work great. Uh, um, the the wall of force over the toilet seat. I like that one. Um, uh, oh, uh, put uh, get a get a uh, flump to milk inside of their toothpaste. Ugh. <laughs> that would be disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flump. Oh. I'm just saying that. If you need to get back at someone, doing it through non-magical means is less expected. That's that's true, yeah. They'll be like detect magic if they go to the bathroom and be like, Oh, I see that wall of force on the uh, on the toilet. Nothing I can do about it, but I'll just go in the sink. Alright, so, uh, alright, I'll just take a shower and, Oh my god, Kool-Aid all over my face. 
Greasy Kool-Aid. Greasy Kool-Aid. Oh, that way the Kool-Aid will stick yeah. better, right? And it stays longer on their skin as they're trying to scrape it off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Greasy Kool-Aid. That's that's the name of the episode, by the way. It's the name of my Depeche Mode cover band. Greasy Kool-Aid? <laughs> that's the, and Greasy Kool-Aid. Maybe. We might come up with something better. I'm a fan of Greasy Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, that was pretty good. I, th- I thought we answered that one pretty right on right there. Yeah, it's it's a good one. You know, you got another. We got another question or a magic item or anything. Wandorks. In your opinion, wandorks. Well, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, that's what they called us. Wandorks. Giant whale penises. That's what they say. If you if your wand was a giant whale penis, I mean, who the hell would would want to uh, who, who would cast with a a uh, a sperm whale penis as their wand? Who would who would be able to wield that? Water giants of some sort. Cthulhu. Oh yeah, all right. Cthulhu. You, so Cthulhu uses a uh, a sperm whale penis uh, wand. I don't remember that from Harry Potter. I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, there was like they had unicorn hair and stuff. I never ever was there sperm whale penis as as the core of their wand. Well, the baculum is used in a lot of spell components. What is it? Is it the fancy name for a whale dick? Scott. Uh, Scott Baculum. No, it's just a, it's a it's a it's a name for the uh, a penis bone. That joke was a bit of a quantum leap. Oh, <laughs> oh my! <sighs> you sure you don't have skill with the bow and arrow? Because you seemed like a little bit of an archer there. <laughs> I'm just going to keep naming. Oh, never mind. Yeah, you got to go elsewhere. The problem is that uh, quantum leap is probably the only thing he ever did that was decent. I beg your pardon. You can beg it all you want. It ain't going to give you nothing. He was in that NCIS spinoff show. The hell is NCIS? It's a show that my parents are absolutely thrilled with. (laughs) Most parents are, I assume. It replaced Judge Advocate General as the Baby Boomer television show to watch. (laughs) All right. I'm with you there. Meanwhile, I'm watching Twin Peaks. Which one? The original, I have to work my way through it. Uh, yeah, you, I, I, I heard the original was pretty good. Anyway, back to the question, which was about spell components or relying on arcane focuses, which I do maintain again that a baculum or a, a penis bone is an excellent spell component for many, many spells. Uh, but which is better? Personally, I use an arcane focus. I like spell components. It just, it helps remember the the methods and the specific movements necessary, the incantations uh, because there's, you know, many layers to memorizing a spell and using the specific feeling of the material components, the smells, sometimes the tastes. Uh, I, I prefer the the hands-on approach to using material components. Yeah, I, I bet you do. You like to get your hands on the baculum. But you like the taste too, right? Is that what you said? <laughs> what kind of spells would you cast with that? Like uh, baculum rigorum or... Uh, rigorous speculumus or flesh to stone shillelagh ah petrification usually (laughs) 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 we lost him speak with plants I'll leave him all high church We can't keep dropping references. You started it! (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Dirty sock. 
dirty sock. Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dirty sock. Um, mom, don't come in here. That's the verbal component. I bite. <laughs> oh, man. Um, now, I hear if you use pineapple as an add-on uh, component, the spell works better. Or at least tastes better. Makes it more appealing to anybody who views it, yeah. Anybody? I don't know about that. If someone's viewing it, I mean, I would hope that they would be interested in the proceedings. That's true, yes. That's, that's very true. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Emmett, what would you prefer? Spell components or an arcane focus? Anything, anything that I don't have to handle any penis bones. Whatever that is. And there's only one penis bone I like to handle. Well, don't have one because humans don't have a uh, baculum. Uh, only some mammals do. Raccoons, dogs, foxes. Ah, you know way too much about this. Just off the top of your head. Doctor Heather's class is incredibly enlightening. She's ta- she's taken um, biology. She's talked about it. Doctor Heather, we should ha- we should have Doctor Heather do an entire episode on uh, on speculum. Not speculum. That was the wrong thing. Speculum. <laughs> no, the speculum is very different. Speculum <laughs> should be I'm not a spell component for any spell at all, ever. My brain is all over. <laughs> you know, uh, and penis bones that leads us right into our next question real well um yeah the uh, no no speculum is the material uh, uh the material component for one summoning spell uh for uh crow t robot from uh, mystery science theater 3000 okay that makes sense it does awesome no no i have no idea what you're talking about go and look at crow t robot from mystery science theater 3000 ah yes okay Anyway, um, our next question is, Dear Wand Radio, uh, I heard there used to be a daycare on campus for us students who are also parents enrolled at Thaco. Do you know why they shut it down? Because it would be really helpful and useful for some of us. So now that we've gone from a, clo- uh, a question about uh, baculums and speculums, let's talk about kids. I remember something about this. There was a school announcement. I can't recall. Was that when... Was that when Sarah worked there? Oh, gods, yes, it was. Oh, no. Oh, this is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the wrong choice of uh, director for that. Is that the one that would always uh, get fed up and, and get angry at the kids? And Yeah, that was her. That white owl followed her around everywhere? Yeah, yep. yeah. She had that creepy boyfriend with the huge bulge in his pants all the time. She had a weird thing for puppets. Yeah. And rhyming schemes. Right? Yeah, it was very strange. Rhyming schemes? Like what? Like, Goblin King, Goblin King, wherever you may be, take this child of mine far away from me. I don't think that's right. Wasn't her boyfriend a juggler or something like that? Yeah, contact juggler. That was weird. He had those fushigi balls. Yeah. The, the, the first one. 
Oh, that's fair. Yeah, okay. but I, don't think I didn't think they were together anymore. The guy with the crotch replaced him. He's an awful good dancer, though. Yeah, we don't have balls like that anymore on campus either. Well, the divination students claim them all, so, I mean... Or peach trees. But yeah, so that's why we don't have one anymore. I like that when you make them, you make them float in the air and you pop them like balloons. Little bubbles. Yeah, so we don't have one anymore because I guess they kept getting sucked into a labyrinth somewhere. So if you can think of someone who is uh, not inclined for, uh, to like glam rock or weird contact juggling pants bulgy people, then I'm sure that we will accept new applicants for a child daycare center. Um, yeah, it would be beneficial. You're right. Shall we uh, head to the ad break? Yes, yeah, please. To the visionary who first saw tentacle brain sacks and thought, lunch. When it comes to looking inedible, the flump goes all out. Tentacles, suckers, big bulby eyes, anything to help communicate the message, do not eat me under any circumstances. There's even a beak in there somewhere, not to mention the smell. It's really more threat than feast. Which got us thinking, what on Vale was the first person to eat a flump doing? Who in their right mind could look at a flump and say, that's the snack for me? What a weirdo. What a hero. Because as we know, flump just happens to be one of life's greatest pleasures. Char-grubbed flump salad, chili flump linguine, crisp flump vermari, dunked in mayo. So we'd like to say a heartfelt thank you to the first person who ate a flump. And to all the food pioneers who boldly ate what none had eaten before, giving those funny, good-looking foods the chance to be delicious. Thank you. From Mordenkin's Mayonnaise. <laughs> Are you proficient in podcasting? Have a vision for a video? Need music and atmosphere? Check out artlist.io for all your musical needs. Head to bit.ly slash nerdsongs and sign up for two free months off the cost of your annual subscription. Search by mood, theme, instrument, and more. New songs are updated weekly. Just one of the many songs available on artlist.io is Almost Perfect by Use in Wondering, the theme song for WAND Radio. It exemplifies our radio philosophy. Almost perfect. We are a proud member of the Nerdsmith Network. Please submit your questions and magic item suggestions to us using the hashtag WANDRadio on Twitter, or tweet to us at wand underscore radio. You can also purchase a nerd alert at www.nerdsmith.org backslash nerdalick. Nerdalick? Who says that romance is dead? Nerdalick. <laughs> Nerd alert and have one of us read your message live on the air. Nerd, I'm, I'm not looking in nerd for that little. Depends on the nerd. That's true. She's looking at you, Talos and Jaffe. <gasps> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm magenta. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is so staying in.
Wow, I I had no idea that um, that a fawn could turn red. I mean that that is like um, like straight on Bambi colors over there. Like oh, straight, that's amazing. Uh, uh, Let's uh, let's see here. I got uh, there's another question here. Uh, dear Wandroids. Well, you kept complaining that people just kept saying "Dear Wand," so. All right, all right, true, true, true. Uh, we are the ones they're looking for. Indeed. We are. We are the ones they're looking for. I don't get that. Uh, for summer vacation, I was looking through travel ads, and I saw a good deal on um, two weeks in Barovia. I acted on impulse and went ahead and bought my ticket. I've never heard of this place, but I love adventure. Uh, what do you know of this plane? It's very foggy. Um, ha- have you ever seen Lost? I got through three seasons and then just wandered off because other things were more interesting. Like watching paint dry. I was um, uh, I-, I was talking to the listener, though. Uh, if they've ever seen Lost... Um, uh, there, there are few things scarier than that, uh, but Barovia is one of them. Lost wasn't scary. No, I meant scary, boring. You, you find Barovia boring? All right, this, this, this metaphor is lost on everyone, and probably literally everyone. So let's just move on. Sorry, I, I was, I was trying to yes end. I was trying to yes end. No, no, that's that's probably me. No, that was probably me. <laughs> um, Barovia. We've talked about Barovia before. I had a few people go there. A school, the school organized a trip for spring break. Oh, they never came back. Well, spring break ain't over. Oh, that was last year. Well, it's we're in no, it was this year and we're in summer now. Oh, yeah, yeah, they never returned. That was months ago. How did what, what, how come we never heard about that? It was three months ago. I'm sure everything's fine. Yeah, they sent a chaperone on the trip. It's fine. Yeah, it, it'd be fine. It's good. Yeah, so good Good on you. Who was the chaperone? Uh, uh that was the Vistani girl. Yeah, she had red hair. Oh, yeah, I'm sure everything's fine. But yeah, good on you for buying your plane ticket so far in advance. Uh, it, you, you've probably saved a mint. Um, you know, they usually like to bleed you dry when you try to buy a plane ticket close to when you leave. So, uh, good on you for... Being smart with your money. I'm sure you'll have a howling good time. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, anybody want a magic item? That sounds good, yeah. You know, I've seen the kind of magic items we get here. Probably don't want it, but go ahead. Uh, no, this one I'm bringing in so you know that it's perfectly safe. I don't know anything. I give you the book of answers. Oh, oh, alright, that sounds, uh, innocuous. Okay. Here you go. Check it out. All right. Um, all right. Let's see here. Um, let's see here. This. So just flip through and ask it a question. What? There's a lot of diagrams in here. Yeah, there there really are. Um, 
All right, this page says uh, 73. I don't, okay. Uh, no, there must have been something else here. Let's see, this page says um, um, the capital of Australia. Okay. I don't, what? Hold on, hold on one second. This one says true. This is like 12 pages. It just says true, false, false, true, true, false. What? But that's Okay. No. What's the, where are the questions? What does it say on page 73? Now I'm curious. All right. It says, uh, it says 42. What does it say on page 42? All right. Hold on. It says help. But it's like all in big letters with an exclamation point. I've listened to that album. It's good. So it's a book of answers, but there's no question. Doesn't look like it. Uh, the last half of this book, it looks like all the questions. All, all these are. Wait. All right. So some of these are in question form, but they still look like answers. Oh, it's it's the Jeopardy appendix. I think our show's in jeopardy if we spend any more time with that. All right, here we go. Let's get rid of it. One last question? Yeah, let's get one last question in. Dear Wanderers. Oh, I like that one. What? Wanderers? I like that one. Could Paylor make a boulder so big he couldn't lift it? What is Paylor the god of? Sun. Paylor is a sun god. Does he have a habit of creating things like boulders? Well, I don't know. Um... I don't know much about, um, Paylor. Let's see here. God. I mean, son, he's got, he's kind of strong. I mean, if you're a god, you should be able to lift your own creations, right? Like, that's... Well, all right, here's the problem, though. He's the, he's the god of sun, light, strength, and healing. He's not the god of creation. So, I guess the question's a two-parter. So, no, he doesn't create anything. He just lifts it. Is that... Could there be a boulder created that even Paylor, the god of strength, could not lift it? The answer to that is yes, of course. How so? Because you've got a, you're the you're the god of strength. You're not the god of lifting everything. But isn't lifting an act of strength? Depending on what you're lifting. Sure, it's an act of strength, but it's not all of strength. Just because you're the you're the god of strength, the god of creation, the god of strength is going to be limited. I mean, if you're if you're doing something like lifting the bar then you you don't necessarily have to be very strong. Look at Sam Regal. He raises the bar week after week. That's very true. <laughs> Hardly known as the god of strength. Unless it's that his true strength lies with his friends. Okay, Magnus Burnsides. You mean Josen? Josen? Yeah, Josen. He's a, he's a cleric. He did one of those TED Talks. I've never heard this. Where did you see this? He's a, he's a, he's a cleric of Bullard. What do you mean you never heard this? I've never heard of him. He's like he's like the cleric of of, of Bullard. No, I'm I'm unfamiliar with any of the pantheons. It's not my cup of tea. All right. I don't follow the gods. Yeah, Josen North, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, I Avari doesn't um teach me much about those. So could Avari create a boulder that she couldn't lift? Maybe we're maybe we're looking at the wrong god. Hmm. Maybe. Are you sure you've never heard of Josen the cleric? I mean, he's like, like he, he's here a lot. I mean, he's 
proselytizing or prostituting or whatever it's called. That's not proselytizing. Yeah, that he's doing it here all the time. I mean, but if you're sure you never heard of Joseph, it's okay. It's it's nothing to worry about. And that was a joke just for you people who understand who Joseph is. Joseph's last name is Nalth. N-A-L-T-H. Ah. He, he's very prominent in the uh, in the, the history of, of, of the world. Never mind. He's in a lot of the books. I'll just leave it there. You have to remember we're in, in Vale, and, and Paylor's not a god here. How are we in... No, 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 We're not in Vale. We're not in Vale. No, no, no. We, we've talked about Waterdeep. We've talked about all sorts of things. We are not only in, we must be in some kind of weird in-between dimension then, or else every single one of our episodes is from a different dimension. Yeah, Thaco is in Sigil, the center of the multiverse. That's, that's why we get everything coming. All right. Thaco is now in Sigil. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm there for that. We have talked so much about things from everywhere, and that's how we know about Gygax and Mercer and all of that. See, there it is. There's our reason for breaking the fourth wall. Are you happy, nerds? I say with all my love and affection. Are we keeping all this in? Fuck yeah. Nerds! The people they call nerds! Anyway, Avari wouldn't have to lift the boulder. Avari would just get someone to lift the boulder for her. Uh, Havarti is a very good god, but I don't think that uh, that they're... Uh... Um, please don't compare my god to cheese. What? Are you saying that your god is not smooth and delicious? Oh, she's incredibly smooth. I don't know about the delicious. It's a god. All gods are delicious, except maybe, uh, like, Nurgle. You're preferring to Papa Nurgle? Papa Nurgle, man. He's a, he's a cool cat, though. It was one of the greatest uh, parties. He does have a tendency to kind of cram him in, though. Make sure you take your, uh, your, your inoculations before you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is bordering on heresy. Aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye, aye, aye Captain. Captain. Oh, you are listening to Pod Radio. Why are we recording? It's on Craig. Craig's recording. Craig got it. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, that's amazing. Who's got a meat statue in his dorm room? Emmett the Cowboy. Because I don't know his last name. So you already love D&D, obviously, but you want to sharpen your skills as a DM or player, right? Enter Dear DM, a Dungeons & Dragons advice podcast where I sit down with your favorite dungeon masters and answer D&D questions asked by you. Natural 20 is nudist. Um... (laughs) A plucked kanku. Uh, Charisma. Dump sack charisma. (laughs) Really? Great questions in the community today. Some really fun bits to to talk on and expand on, so... Episodes release every other Tuesday and are available at nerdsmith.org or wherever you get your podcasts.